0: you're listening to the remote work productivity and lifestyle podcast the show to hear tips and tricks about staying productive and having an awesome lifestyle as a remote worker proudly presented by remote compass and worldpodcasts.com now let's welcome your host alan (laughs) kag
1: Alrighty, folks, welcome to another edition of the Remote Work Productivity and Lifestyle Podcast. We are again featuring my buddy, Alex Mauson, an encore after the first uh, very engaging chat. I wanted this to be a reason for us to reconnect again. Thanks for being back here, Alex.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
1: Alrighty, for uh, folks who might not be uh, familiar with Alex, he's running uh, this uh, SaaS app called uh, Pomodon app. Uh, The pomo refers to uh, the Pomodoro technique. Alex, can you expand a a bit about uh, the product just for those who might not be familiar yet?
0: Sure, absolutely. We are helping to apply time boxing, time management, on top of the existing task management. So in this case, Pomodoro technique on top of uh, a task management environment you're already using, for instance, Trello or Asana or Jira, whatever you use, connect what you have, start your countdown timer, Pomodoro timer, for instance, and enjoy the uh, time tracking plus interruption shield plus universal inbox all tasks in one place, time management, analytics.
1: Okay, something caught my attention there. I haven't heard of it before, but I like how it sounds. Interruption Shield, can you expand?
0: Sure, absolutely. I believe you remember that if you're interrupted from your task by someone, a boss, family member, or even inner impulse to check uh-huh. your Instagram account, It takes 23 (laughs) minutes, 23 minutes to fully get back on track. So in terms of like a medium, small, medium company, about 40 creatives or ITs, it is about 1.3 million per year in terms of hourly rate and salary. This is how much we lose just because of the interruptions. So when we were developing our product, the first thing was like, Helping apply Pomodoro technique, which is about focus management or attention management. And Mm -hmm. second one is to help to keep this focus. And our product uh, has this part, which is interruption shield. What is it? First, we help to uh, lock or block or ban some website by your choice, like Facebook, Twitter, depending when are you mm-hmm. prefer to slip out from your focus time. So when, you, when your timer is ticking and you are clicking to some link and it is Twitter or Nangag, uh, you see instead mm-hmm. of the side, you can see, hey, you were going to work on this particular task, like presentation or design, whatever. Why wouldn't you go back before you will have a break pretty soon and you will be able to get back on it? Second we have this outbound integration with the slack microsoft teams and for slack for instance when you start your timer you can turn uh, the our product will uh, automatically turn on dnd do not disturb mode so slack will become silent you can also change yeah. the status in slack so your colleagues will see what are you working on and is it a break or is it a timer and when they can approach you And one of the new elements, and by the way, this is about uh, homework, I would say work from home, Um, this is the Philips Hue integration. So when you start your timer, you can adjust your uh, light in your room or more than one. So for instance, if you have uh, your office and you have special light next to you, you can show, you can signal your family that. Well, now I'm recording this interview. It's not a good idea to uh, disturb me <laughs> right now, right? Yeah, so this is our interruption shield. Block the website, mm-hmm. manage some hardware, lighting, for instance, or Kwan-Dob, Light or Luxo4, uh, Slack, and Microsoft Teams, silence it up. And actually, we have uh, PowerShell AppleScript inter- integration, which allows you to manage, like, almost everything on your computer. It's a bit mm. more tricky. It's a bit more hack type thing. But yes, it's that.
1: Do people tend to use that for their custom automations?
0: Actually, they do. For particularly Slack, we received a lot of, well, very surprising use cases. There is a plenty of people who are trying to communicate through Slack, not about the work or not about the teamwork, but for instance, writing some novel. And it can be very surprising. Audience, with, let's say fifty to seventy years old, and yes, mm-hmm. they use they use Slack to communicate, and they love that they're able to silence it up while they're trying to <laughs> write the novel wow. using the Pomodoro King.
1: Right. What What I find really ex- interesting there, perhaps the audience of. Pomodan, these are the sort of hardcore productivity junkies, whereas if we look at the market in general, most people or most organizations will only have project management and task management systems and tools by default. Is that a fair assumption, Alex?
0: Absolutely. There is also one more thing, which is time tracking. Uh, Because right now, plenty of tools for task management, they have their inner time tracking system. However, we think it is, well, it's good, of course, uh, but it also generates more stress. Mm. Because when you start your timer, I mean, count up one, you start working and you work and you work and you work and you work. However, you don't see when and why and how you should stop it. And this is always about not the productivity, I think, rather than control, right? Because of course you have to report something, but in this case, it creates more stress. We are trying to offer countdown timer with the break as an award, as a prize at the end of this countdown timer period to reduce the stress. Because you see, first, it's easier to focus for some limited period of time. It can be actually five minutes or 10 or half an hour or an hour. It depends on you, on your personal preferences, right? And the break mode lets you stand up, leave your computer, switch your mind to something else. And actually, it helps a lot to solve plenty of problems when you're stuck.
1: I see. So your UI has a more opinionated kind of timer, but if someone was using a traditional project management tool, their tool may have a timer, but it's not as opinionated or as concerned about one's well-being. So sometimes it can end up to be more stressful.
0: I think so. However, there is one more thing. What we've done for many tools with the timers like that, because of course we understand why it's there. It's it's really well necessary thing to understand how you spend your time, how to report, how to let your, let's say, superior or supervisor or team lead to see how much time Spent on each task. So, we've done the following thing for plenty of tools with the timers or timesheets like Teamwork Projects, ClickUp, Paymo, Jira. Actually, we can sync back our timer to their system to help people understand what's going on in one place. So, they do time tracking, we do time tracking, we can synchronize it back to their system to reduce the friction and analytics part. However, we think our approach countdown timer is much less stressful.
1: Right. So you have a different kind of approach and uh, you still play nicely with those third party tools that may have a time tracking component.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If they allow us to update their timesheet using the API, no problem. We send this information back to the system.
1: I see. All right, Alex, um, let's shift gears for a little bit and talk about the current situation around the world just for a little bit of context. The last time uh, we spoke was four months ago. That was the beginning of all these lockdowns around the world. And now many parts of the world are still in a strict sort of quarantine while others uh, a bit more loose. Can you share some insight in terms of what you notice with your users, with your target audience? Uh, Are you seeing some behavior change? Do you recommend to them new kinds of features because of the new behaviors now that they're working from home more often than before and now for an extended period of time?
0: Yes, absolutely. First thing, the paradigm shift. Of course. And if before the work from home was like a rare thing, then it was like a much more often because a lot of people were forced to stay at home and work from home. Now it's well, a bit more loose. However, plenty of people prefer to stay and work from home, even as the they can visit office and work from there. So it's balanced. It's much more balanced now, I would say. However, it's of course changed the inner behavior and the understanding. And what we can see that this interruption shield at home is much more important for now. And this is one more thing I forgot to mention. If we use the Android phone, for instance, our system helps to manage d d mode, do not disturb mode there as well. So when the timer is on, your phone D&D is on. Uh, it helps oh, nice. a lot to stay at home and reduce reduce these interruption, interruptions and distraction. Because at home, of course, you feel much more like flexible and free. However, it also reduces your focus capabilities. Right. So this balance, oh. this balance, this new balance, this new normal. Uh, it uh, dictates new requirements uh for the for the work day-to-day work and if we were talking and we were requesting a lot of we were receiving a lot of requests about hardware integration for open offices like luxa4 or guando busy light to help people next next to you see is it okay to approach you right now this part, this interruption shield moved to the uh, digital world.
1: Right. And uh, I would suggest the physical world of an individual working from home is also quite interesting these days because if the entire household is at home, you have your partner, you have your children are around you. Schools are maybe closed in some areas, so everyone is at home all day. Then it's more critical to have these signals to tell folks wh- when it's when it's okay to engage with you or not, right? So if at work you want to manage your do not disturb settings in an office environment, I would suggest that the same will apply. At home, especially since the average household has multiple people people in it rather than a single individual with their private space, is, do you think that's the case?
0: Yeah, but this is a case, and depending on the uh, kid's age, and depending on the plan of your household, let's say there's a plenty of. Uh, well, it depends. It depends on so many factors. And you not only have to uh, play nicely with your family, you have to Mm -hmm. adjust your day to have this time for them. And and uh, another way is to explain them when it's important to respect your focus time. And actually, it is a good thing to communicate with the kids that yes the time is important and the focus is important and i would prefer if you could respect my time and i am respecting your time and your focus so yeah i think it's important for pining as well my kids are grown up so it's not the case for me however i remember the time when it was an issue
1: right Th- that brings me to a to the meat of the conversation that I wanted to discuss with you, which is attention management or focus management or energy management. Those are were the three terminologies that I heard from you for the first time, and they really stuck with me. Actually, I just published a new course regarding creating boundaries that's heavily uh, influenced by this idea of managing one's attention. Can you tell us about this idea of attention management or energy or focus management? How is it different from the type of typical productivity time management that folks might be familiar with?
0: Well, I don't know what folks are familiar with and what exactly (laughs) to define this way. And I would say the energy management is certainly a different topic. It's right. more about your health. It's more about your nutrition. It's your about. It's about your time you spend on the workout. On I don't know walks or, not only physical energy but also the, let's call it, psychic, energy. No, not the psychic, but uh, psychological energy. Yeah. However, it's less about focus or attention. Uh, speaking of attention again it's uh, like a very old thing in the 90s uh, microsoft made this uh, research and it's like you know it's a buzzword that human attention span is less than a goldfish right so like a nine second for goldfish and eight seconds for the uh, human the average attention span (laughs) you can find it it's like a so many people are mentioning it said so it's like i prefer to avoid this <laughs> this is mentioning however it is perhaps the good one here and speaking of attention management and actually there is a there is a breach to the energy management i think that meditation can help a lot because it is about both attention and energy right However, attention management right now is important because of these distraction, the distraction level, noise level, digital noise, actual noise, visual noise, if you wish. And to if you are going to talk about the practice, I would say the meditation is a good one and everything that can help you to reduce the attention hijacking It can help a lot, even on counterintuitive things. However, for instance, if you will uh, review the works of uh, Dan Ariely, uh, behavioral economist from Yale University, I believe. I can be wrong here. He, He speaks, he talks a lot about small elements of your environment, physical environment, and not only physical, but physical as well, that can change a lot in your behavior. So like a small thing, like clear desk can help a lot. Small things like reminders, you can think it's naive, it's speculation. But however, if five or 10 times a day, you will occasionally see some reminder about the posture, it can help you to keep the posture much more than you think. So uh, in this case, again, we have plenty of elements in our visual psychological environment that can help us to to affect our attention. The focus focus as a goal here, right? The more you practice, the more you can handle it. Keeping in mind, of course, that you have to switch between uh, focus mode and let's call it relax mode, right, or break mode so it's important as well so those breaks i would say it's a part it's other side of the coin right for the focus management
1: right Uh, i i think alex this is going to be a great point to add regarding what most people uh, might think about productivity two concepts that i find to be popular but have may have to be debunked are number one working more clocking more hours is better And number two, it is typically regarded as an attractive or a trait of competence when someone is able to multitask. You can sometimes even find that in job descriptions, strong multitasker, right? So the idea of attention management or focus management, that's a different kind of perspective versus this culture of hustling or uh, showing to everyone that I'm always busy, I'm busier than you, I work from from 6 a.m. to to, to 11 p.m., hence I'm more heroic or maybe more productive. I I think those are fundamental concepts that have to be addressed for someone to even appreciate the idea that they have to do attention management in the first place.
0: First, the multitasking myth is already debunked there is a, so <laughs> many so many studies so many research that shows that uh, it reduces the productivity the results of the work and increases the tiredness and work health let's say so it is not a topic of course for some specific uh, type of works multitasking is important However, I would say there are not so many of them nowadays. And in terms of, so for instance, let's say if you have dozens of uh, support requests in the real time and you have to switch between them and you have to have the capacity to keep in mind everything at once, of course, with this ability to switch uh, and multitask, let's call it, it's not quite correct actually, but this yeah. ability to switch is like a good benefit, but it's very, very... I would say narrow, specific. However, yeah. however, the, as long as the myth debunked for the most type of works, most types of work, the more you can focus on what are you working on right now and keep one task at a time, the more productive uh, and more sane at the end of the day you will be. On the, other, on the other hand, this busyness or like a pretending to be busy, uh, it's completely another part of the conversation. I would say it's more philosophical. If you're trying to get busy, you can be busy. It's not about uh, what you've done. It's about what, what has a priority. If you understand your priority, you can work like, I don't know, three, four hours or maybe half an hour per day and deliver uh, and achieve much more than working from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. So- right.
1: And I think in the world of remote work, that is all the more obvious because it might be more typical in a traditional corporate setup where folks are, every everyone's in the office and face-to-face meetings are happening all day one can show their value to the organization by showcasing how tired they are or how they have back-to-back meetings or how they're maybe skipping lunch and complaining to people around them that their schedules are so packed. I still think that there's an instinct that kind of favors, that kind of maybe heroism or that flaunts that, that sort of busyness and glorifies it to equate it to productivity, even in an unconscious manner?
0: Well, it's a different thing. The first one, if you're showing off, trying to uh, look like you're busy. And the second (laughs) one, if you're trying to invest every second of your life to work. However, let's keep in mind, if you miss your lunch or if you don't sleep enough, your productivity is less rather than, more or better right so it's right. getting back to the energy uh, management if if you work so much your health has a problem not only in the future but even right now your level of productivity is so low that at some point of course that a number of your mistakes or your work speed or your focus abilities are much lower than if you Uh, narrow down your working hours and rearrange your work and life balance for some sort of harmony right it can help a lot so there is again from my point of view you are not able to work more than your body allows you and your mind and if you're trying to hack it up straight away you can get the strike back pretty soon and pretty hard
1: right do do we have any data on like the amount of energy or or attention one has in a typical day
0: i'm afraid i don't have the database on our product because we have very a lot of diversity in our in our user base however there again there should be plenty of studies you know it depends we are trying to collect this data uh, but it also depends on so many factors we usually ignore. For instance, nutrition or weather, or air quality or mm, noise level, right? right. And for now, unfortunately, we are not able to collect all of it. And as far as I know, well, of course, it's like, you know, there is a self rich So it's much better to be healthy and rich than sick and poor. However, <laughs> however, there is, of course, a lot of common sense things. And I know a lot of startups that are trying to work on the environmental elements that applies to the health, physical health, mind. Oh, sorry, I forgot the word, <laughs> and I, did, I hope you you'll be able to crop it out. <laughs> yeah, so just measuring the environmental parameters like right. air, air noise, CO, etc., 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 like humidity. If it's
1: conducive for for productive work,
0: right, right, and there's like a, so many small elements uh, depending on you work on. With team, without team, how much time you spend on the conversation, depending, and again, on individual preferences. Who are you? Are you introvert? Are you extrovert? How does it work with your team? Are they morning persons, and you're, for instance, not a morning person, etc. etc. etc.
1: Right. Well, would you say that there are only two kinds of uh, mods in terms of? work mode versus rest mode? Or can you stretch maybe your uh, work or focus mode to more hours in a day if you were addressing various types of creative endeavors? For example, maybe if you were working on just your day job responsibility of, let's say you are a software programmer you do that for four hours and then uh, that's all you got. But if you kind of focus on various activities for work and maybe some personal interests, like after your four hours of coding software in a day, you can still have the energy to paint for fun because it's a different kind of engagement. Thus energy consumption or attention consumption vary based on the nature of activity?
0: I think it's this individual and uh, I think it depends on how do you organize your work process. You can try <laughs> to write software for, let's say four hours in a row. However, I would say the end of your day is going to be a disaster. However, if you organize it with the break, if you can switch your activity during those four hours, I'm sure, well, I know it for myself and for my team that you certainly will be able to do a lot of things, including software development, out of this time, right? If you switch your approach, if you you solve different kind of problems, different types of problems, and... Again, so it's first, it's individual, second, it depends a lot how you organize your work process. Third, are you this type of work, if you're able to switch between the type of work, not only like a focus mode or and a uh, relaxed distraction mode, but also uh, what exactly are you doing uh, on your focus mode and distraction mode as well?
1: <laughs> right yeah so and, and by the way, uh, w- when I said uh, four hours, uh, I meant in aggregate, not so much a single session. Four hours <coughs> of coding work is probably four or five different sessions throughout the work day.
0: No, it's a cape of both ways. It depends on how old are you, how you are how, how new you are in this business and this craft right what kind of work you do because uh you can spend half of this time researching for the good solution or like drawing some things on the piece of paper and it still will be this creative software development thing right right so on average yes Uh, however again it depends on you it depends on your abilities uh
1: all right, Alex. Tip in terms of how an individual can manage their attention so they can be as engaged as possible in whatever task they have in front of them, whether it's for work or a personal passion of theirs.
0: I would say the most important things thing here is the breaks or switch, right? Mm because it helps you to reassess what exactly are you doing, not necessarily uh, consciously. Sometimes well, when you stop doing what you're doing, your subconscious can find a much better way to solve the problem. To see this new angle, you are not able to see while you are in the flow because you operate but neuron patterns that are already created and being used all the time. So these break things can help you to, not you, but subconsciously you, right? To find some new angle, new solution, new way to do things uh, and give it a time. You know this rule, put some part of work aside to get it done without your attention. Sometimes it helps a lot. This switch can help not only for work-work things, right? Sometimes it helps even if you just read the book, if you do dishes or you plan some trip. Mm-hmm. Any kind of activity, if you make a break, if you switch somewhere else, you give the ability to your subconscious to solve not only solve the problem, you face, but also to look at it from different angles, to process it in the background without your brute force and your mm, stereotypes.
1: That's a great point, Alex. Actually, I find myself when in the morning I read an email and then I will draft a reply. I wouldn't necessarily have to send the reply immediately i leave it in the background, in the drafts, and then sometime in the afternoon, I will shoot that email with more confidence and clarity just because it's been in the background. I don't necessarily have to consciously work on the email the entire time, but the fact that it's been in the background just allowed the dots to connect themselves together. So I see what you mean in terms of taking breaks instead of trying to complete the work in in one sitting. There's something to be said about um, chopping up your productivity hours, so your subconscious will do the work for you.
0: Exactly, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I I like the couple of examples that you gave, because when you were sharing that we ought to take breaks, uh, I was thinking, Hmm, how will I do that now that we're in quarantine uh, season for many parts of the world but the examples that you shared were as simple as washing the dishes or or, or, or planning the trip those are things that you can uh, of course uh, do at home so uh, no need to like maybe go out or or uh, do something with much fanfare uh, very easy uh, the fact is if we just chop the context instead of trying to accomplish everything in one sitting makes everything easier because we perhaps underestimate the power of the subconscious in in getting the work done.
0: Yeah. And some elements of homework or home errands, uh, they're pretty meditative, (laughs) so for instance I do the dishes at home just because I I love it. It helps me to to focus on the water and helps me to distract myself from my consciousness of the tasks that I'm working on.
1: That's a great point. And perhaps that's the appeal of brewing one's coffee, right? Anything uh, artistic, some sort of manual task, and in our modern world, typically those kinds of tasks are seen as something to be eliminated because they are manual labor. So maybe we can let the Nespresso do the job or let the dishwasher do the dish cleaning. But in this modern world, we, we can use those tactile or physical activities that allow us to move and change the context a little bit especially if you are working from home and there's uh, not much freedom to move around, whether it's the coronavirus or another personal or professional reason that you have to stay in one place.
0: Absolutely. The cooking is another great example, actually.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I, I love that example. Yeah, it's it's fun to do and you get to eat the end result, right? It literally <laughs> well, nourishes it... you. <laughs>
0: If you're able to be, you know, persistent and get this end result, because nowadays when you're trying to solve the problem and you're anxiously in the problem, when you try to cook, you can eat everything before the end result appear.
1: <laughs> yeah, Alex, this has been a great chat. Is there any sort of call to action you want to share with the audience? Perhaps the uh, best place for them to connect with you is LinkedIn?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think LinkedIn is a great place to contact with me. However, I would appreciate if uh, people will... Well, it's actually a bone town, but it's it's a good thing to explain why you are trying to connect anyone, why you're trying to add into LinkedIn. Because I receive dozens of uh, LinkedIn requests or even hundreds per okay. month. However, I prefer to ignore all ones that... I have no idea what this people what this person about, and he is lazy enough to do not explain why how can I help him or what he has to offer, why should I spend any time to research who he is or she is right so if if you want to contact me, if you want to connect with me, explain what exactly you're expecting from me, what kind of how can I be of help or what do you offer? And if someone starts to do any kind of sales there, well, it's a no go. It's a really red flag, like from the front, like, all right, guys, we have plenty of web developers. Maybe you need some guys. If I need some, I'll call you. Yeah. So
1: great remote work advice. (laughs)
0: No, it's not remote work. It's actually uh, social media or LinkedIn, particularly behavior advice. Put a note. Put I don't know, five, ten words why you're trying to contact this person, particularly if you don't know him in real life. However, yeah, the best way is to find us on the pomadonapp.com. Contact using form or live chat feature. We are happy to answer any question we to explain our product or how we can help. I would suggest to really pay attention to, to the breaks, to the break idea when you can, can do not pay attention to something, <laughs> to let you brew something in your background. You don't know what exactly is getting brewed there during this time, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> Whenever you're stuck, just take a break right alrighty thanks so much for your time Alex
0: thank you for your invitation and for having me I hope it was interesting thanks for listening to the remote work productivity and lifestyle podcast Be sure to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any of our upcoming or prior episodes. This show is presented by Remote Compass and worldpodcasts.com.